This is Around the Rim with LaChina Robinson. Hello, hello, basketball fans. Uh, it is your favorite time of the week. Your ESPNW Women's Basketball Podcast Around the Rim is on and popping. I am your host, LaChina Robinson, joined by my fabulous producer, Tarika Foster-Brasby. And we have a great show for you today. Um, obviously, we are just dipping our toe into the water that is college women's basketball. The season has really just kicked off, but a lot of exciting things happening in just this first week. And in this podcast, we are going to focus on the performance of one Asia Durr, who's going to join us in just a few moments. Now, Asia is a guard for the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, she's a junior, in case you've never heard of her. She's from Atlanta, Georgia left-handed, but the most important information you need to know about Asia is that she had 47, 47 points um, in a game against a top-five matchup. At that time, Ohio State was ranked in the top five, um, and Asia went to work on the Buckeyes' home court. So we'll talk a little bit about that in a couple of other great performances that have happened across the scope of women's basketball. Now, we we try to keep our eyes on the landscape, guys, okay? There's a ton of games that happen, but there are a few performances that I want to highlight. First, we want to talk about Sabrina Ionescu. That's right. We figured out how to say her last name. <laughs> the sophomore guard from Oregon who had yet another triple-double, her fifth triple-double, um, leading 11th-ranked Oregon in their 110-77 to route of Drake. Now, as everyone knows, triple-doubles are not easy to come by. This young woman is a sophomore, and she already has five in the first week of her sophomore season. So <laughs> it's not like this is March or February and she just got her fifth. She got her fifth in the first week of the season, and that was 29 points. 11 assists, 10 rebounds. You will hear us talk a lot about Oregon uh, during this season. Obviously, Kelly Graves and his young group last year made a run to the Elite Eight. They eventually lost to UConn, but so what? Um, They're now sophomores, all those freshmen, very talented, um, West Coast representing. So another West Coast performance we want to highlight, Jordan Canada. And Tarika's job is to get Jordan Canada of UCLA guard. I'm, I'm on it. On the show. You hear me, Tarika? I'm on it. She is going to get Jordan <laughs> Canada on our show because we haven't had her. Uh, Monique Billings. We want to have Monique on the show as well. They will be leading the charge for the UCLA Bruins this season. Big, big, high expectations um, for Corey Close's group. And Jordan Canada. Also had a triple-double. Something mm-hmm. about the Pac-12 and these triple-doubles. Um, it was the seventh triple-double in UCLA women's basketball history, but she had 26 points, 10 assists, and 11 steals. The defense was on point, Tarika. I know. It's that guard play out there in the Pac-12, man. It's crazy. Oh, my gosh. It is the real deal. But anyway, should be a fun team to watch. Um, they had 129 points in that game, uh, which they beat San Jose State. So congratulations to Jordan Canada on her triple-double. A couple other performances I want to highlight. Our big Monday game this week was 
the South Carolina Gamecocks against the Maryland Terrapins. And South Carolina would go on to beat Maryland in a game that got kind of tight. South Carolina was up big for most of the game. And the Gamecocks end up winning 94-86 to behind Asia Wilson, who had 32 points. I saw a quote somewhere, Tarika, from Dawn, that she is a woman amongst girls. Like, that might be an understatement. Super understatement. She had a double-double. She had 12 boards, too. Like, like she, yeah, <laughs> she's unreal. You, you, But you kind of knew it, though. Like, you can see, you know, we had an opportunity to talk to her during uh, ESPN Media Day, and you could kind of see it. Like, she just, she entered this season with a whole different mindset. Like, she, she coming the ball on you, and she showed it against Maryland. Yeah, she's, she's coming to play. Um, and she was legit. But shout out to the Maryland Terrapins who, um, you know, we've talked a lot about their their youth this year. And um, they showed up. They kept fighting. I always say Brenda Freeze is a great motivator. So they, they were able to bring the game close. South Carolina didn't make some free throws. But the Gamecocks did go on to win. But we wanted to shout out Asia Wilson, another lefty. Um, who had a big performance. And speaking of Asia Wilson, another thing we wanted to highlight just really quickly, um, we had the WNBA draft lottery this week, and Bill Bear just put it out there. Yeah, he did. Asia Wilson is the consensus number one pick. Let's not even play games, okay? (laughs) So, you know, coming off of this performance, obviously people were able to see why Bill said that. And, um... I would definitely agree. Diamond DeShields is so intriguing to me. Um, I, I just, I think she's going to be, I think she's going to be a game changer, right? Um, but but also, Asia Wilson's going to be a game changer. So, we'll see what happens. To me, Asia is the number one pick. But you got to think about the fact that Diamond is overseas right now getting professional experience, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's not WNBA, but she is playing pro. So, what that does for her um, will be interesting in terms of her WNBA readiness. If you are looking at who we have in the game right now, who we're going to get a chance to see, because unfortunately, you know, we're probably not going to get a chance to see Diamond because she's playing overseas. But when you think about all of the players who are possibly coming out who we're going to get a chance to see, what other person would you want to start, not just be your number one pick, but start a franchise with? Because that's what they're doing. You're starting fresh, brand new, setting the tone and setting the standard. So what other player in the game right now, would you want to start a franchise with other than Asia Wilson? I agree. And you make a very good point, Rika. So, so the number one pick, so let's, let's just make sure fans understand everything that's happening because I just threw Bill Lambeer's name out there, and they may not even know. So Bill Lambeer is now the head coach of the new Las Vegas team in the WNBA, which used to be the San Antonio Stars, right? Mm-hmm. So Bill Lambeer is the head coach. It's a, it's a new team, new location. And when I say new team, obviously they're bringing the actual players from the old team with them. Well, Bill, Bill will make personnel decisions, but this, this, there'll be a team in Vegas that gets the number one pick. Indiana, the Fever, ended up getting the second pick. Um, Kelly Crosskoff. God, she has done so much for the Fever, including win a championship without having uh, a, a, a lottery pick since Tamika Catchings. So she has um, the number two pick, and then Chicago has third and fourth, which uh, we can't even get into WNBA too much, but Chicago is getting ready. Their roster is getting ready to be stupid. Yep. Okay, like <laughs> with this draft, with what they already have, it, yeah, it's about to be dumb. So 
you're absolutely right in that if you're starting a team, it's so much more than what you can do as far as your playing skills. You have to try to get uh, the local community excited about the team. You know, there's going to be, you know, marketing and, and community events. And both of these young women, Diamond and Asia Wilson, are fantastic. But I think that Asia has an opportunity to um, capture this excitement from college basketball and what she's getting ready to do throughout the course of this year and roll that over into the excitement of starting a new team in Vegas. So it's kind of, you know, for Diamond, if she was playing in college right now, would it be a little different? Maybe for a new team. But Bill threw Asia's name out there, so we're going to leave that alone. (laughs) Um, One more performance that I'm going to get into before we hear from Asia Durr of Louisville um, after her 47-point performance you know, I went to Ohio, to Columbus, Ohio, um, this past weekend because there was a tournament there. Um, it was the Road to Columbus, which is basically the Women's Final Four will be in Columbus, Ohio this year. And they had this tournament there to kind of kick it off. So it was Stanford versus UConn, um, and then Ohio State played Louisville. Now, Stanford had already played Ohio State. Um, you know, Tar Vanderveer's team definitely needs some work, but by the end of the year, they're always in the conversation. So who cares how they're playing right now, right? Right. But UConn played Stanford and beat them handily. The thing I was most impressed with, Crystal Dangerfield, 24 points. But this was the key. The girl was six for seven from behind the arc like she couldn't miss from long range she couldn't miss and she's just a sophomore i mean she just looked like such a confident player and it brought me back to mariah jefferson right mm-hmm. and when you know mariah it took a little bit for her to get her footing but i remember distinctly when her three-point shot came back when it started to just be automatic that's when she really got her rhythm so it was fun watching crystal i was obviously also impressed with with everyone on connecticut's team my god but Katie Lou looked really good, especially on the defensive end. I thought she was so active. She was so in tune. You know, Gino sometimes jokes that she has this laid back kind of California mindset. She's a West Coast girl, but she's got a different she's got a different level of aggressiveness, intensity. And she made um, Gino look right because Gino just said it on our podcast last week. So, he, he, I mean, once again, he looks like a genius. He did. He did. He said that he felt like Katie Lou was going to be their their best player. Speaking of Katie Lou, let's hear from her after that UConn-Stanford game with our very own favorite, Holly Rowe. Well, Katie Lou Samuelson, all of the hard work in the offseason and fall camp kind of coming into this year, what really paid off in this game for you today? Um, well, I think you could just see we were really excited to finally play our first game and everyone had the right attitude and everyone knew kind of what to do this game and having that experience from last year you can tell that that you know that first group we really all learned how to play together and we have great chemistry so we want to build that and adding z you know we feel really comfortable when we go to our bench that nothing's gonna like drop down after that crystal dangerfield did play a lot last year but not as kind of the starting point guard and, and running things how did she balance scoring and rebounding at six rebounds and yeah. the three-point shooting today in your opinion she was great she was all over the place she was really leading our team and when we have her out there doing that we all feel comfortable you know just filling in i think last year we kind of missed something like that in a point guard like that so having her out there just makes you know the rest of us that are on that court feel that much more comfortable 
and just know that she's going to call out the plays and she's going to do what she needs to do. And when she's shooting like that and playing like that, it's going to be really hard for other teams to try to figure out who they're going to focus on. You know, she makes a very good point there about the point guard position for UConn because last year Dangerfield did play, but they also had Sanaya Chong, who seemed to have a level of comfort with the players around her as a senior, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know that her ceiling in terms of her potential and what she could do on the offensive end comes anywhere close to where Crystal Dangerfield is in in terms of Crystal's ability to shoot the long-range shot. She can pressure the basketball. She's so quick. She's so athletic. She can get out on a fast break and, and create scoring opportunities for others. So I'm with Katie Lou in that, you know, I just feel like she brings another dimension. I agree. That make them even more dangerous. I think she's living up, she's living up to the hype already because there was much hype, at least I think, coming in to the season. We got to see bits and pieces of it last year. She would come in and... Even as a freshman, it didn't seem like she had the freshman mentality. She stepped up in big moments. She made big plays in a tournament when she was needed to. And I think she's bringing that momentum into this season, and you could see it on Sunday. Right, and obviously Kia Nurse has the ability to swing um, to the point guard position as well. But, yeah, I, I just like the way she's playing and her level of confidence. It's going to be a lot of fun um, to continue to watch her grow and mature. Now it's time for our guests because I've just talked your heads off. Um, <laughs> so the other game of that doubleheader, I'm sorry, you guys can tell I'm excited about college basketball. I'm just, um, the other game of that doubleheader was Ohio State versus Louisville. And, Tarika, this is one of the best games I've seen in, in a long time, especially this early in the season. You know, we see some bad basketball sometimes at this time of the year, and we're like, oh, it's early, mm-hmm. you know, kind of deal. Well, this was a very, very good game, and it was really highlighted by two players. Kelsey Mitchell, the senior for Ohio State, lefty, AP preseason All-American, and, and Asia Durr, again, the lefty guard. Let's start this by listening to Holly Rose's post-game interview with Asia Durr and Kelsey Mitchell. One of the premier matchups of guard play. I don't know if I've ever seen this so good in November. What was it like out on the court tonight? Kelsey Mitchell, 26 points, a great showing. Uh, it was a great atmosphere. Uh, good get start to the NCAA tournament, uh, to the Final Four and everything like that. Have it here in the Columbus. So to be able to play against a person like this and her come, come to where I, where I live and where I reside, uh, you guys can't ask nothing more. Uh, great show. She gave a great show. And uh, big shout-out to Louisville. You guys became very good friends this summer being on Team USA together at that camp. What was it like going against each other? How crazy was this out on the floor at times tonight? I mean, it was so much fun. You know, Kelsey's a great player. They have a great team. We knew coming in today it was going to be a fight. You know, Coach gave us a great um, game plan. So, uh, I mean, they're a great team. We just had to play hard. How hard was it at times? You're looking up, you're looking in each other's face, trying to guard each other like, oh man, it, it's her. Uh, on the court, it's never personal. Uh, we're, we're not friends on the court. I mean, always off the court, you got to respect one another. I see her as a, uh, as a great friend of mine, so off the court, it is what it is. But on the court, I mean, we enemies. Uh, you can't take that away from me. It's nothing personal. This game goes to overtime. You guys get your first win against a top five opponent in a long time. What was it in overtime that your team found? We had to keep on doing the same thing we uh, did in the first and second half, um, rebounding the glass. You know, coming in, we knew that was going to be a key. You know, they have a great post play that crashes well, so we knew we had to box out. 45, 47? 
many? 47. We had a school record for this young lady. Kelsey Mitchell's birthday, 47 points. I think this was a win for all of us tonight. Oh, oh my gosh. Good luck to you all. Thank you. Thank you. So, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. Um, so, I'm watching this matchup, and I'm like, okay, first of all, Holly said school record. You got to realize Angel McCarthy went to Louisville. Mm-hmm. Shawnee Schimmel went to Louisville. Two players that will fill up the cup. I mean, they don't mind putting the ball up, right? Right. And so for this to be a school record just tells you how talented Asia Durr is. I'm watching these two players, and Kelsey Mitchell did not do as much in the first half. Credit Louisville's defense. You know, she let the game come to her because she also had eight assists on the night. So she did a lot of really good things with the basketball. She had 26 points, uh, majority of them in the second half. She's expected to be in the draft, obviously, um, coming up in April. And expected to be a, a, a top five pick, I guess I should have said. Asia Durr is a junior. 47 points. She was 9 for 15 from 3. 16 for 29 from the field. Both of them competed in the U23 camp, which Holly alluded to with some of the great players in the WNBA now. Also in college. There were only a handful of college players, including Asia Wilson, who were invited. And uh, so these two went to that. And I'm just looking at... Asia and Kelsey, and I'm like, both of them are pro. Like, we can just, they can both go play pro right now. Like, they looked that good and that comfortable on the court. But anyway, Louisville went on to win in overtime, 95 to 90. It was a great, great game. I'm not going to go over the box score and all the details, even though I'm super hype over here. I, right now, am just going to toss to the interview with Asia Durr. Well, basketball fans, we have with us um, a very special guest. And when I say she's special, the number of boxes that this young lady checks, um, at least on my checklist, are just ridiculous because she's from Atlanta. Um, She's left-handed. She plays in the ACC. um, And She's gorgeous. Like, she's a beautiful girl, got the face beat. I'm sitting in front of her right now. Please join me in welcoming none other than the Louisville Cardinals' own Asia Durr. Welcome, Asia. Latina, thank you. I appreciate it. You hear all this applause? I know. Oh, my gosh. The people, they love you. I feel special. You have come a long ways um, from when I first watched you play in high school, that was actually, I remember I coming, remember yeah, I came I to the game, yeah. and I knew you were going to be special then. I didn't know just how special you would be. Give us just, from your seat, what has this transition, I mean, you, I mean, gosh, you're a junior, I was just saying, I can't believe you're a junior already. What has it been like going from high school to Louisville, getting through the first two years? It's been pretty crazy, um, a long journey. Um, I would say starting in high school, going from playing against, you know, kids who really don't take ball seriously to college where all they do is play ball. And um, I pretty, I had a pretty rough start in college. You know, I was hurt, so I was new. I'd never been hurt before. Um, so it's been new, and it's been so much fun. I mean, it's been going fast. Like, I really haven't had time to just stop and just think, like, whoa, like, man, like, this is amazing. I've just been going, and it's, I mean, it's all good, though. It's good. It, yeah, it's been very good, especially <laughs> in your, your sophomore year. Now, as you mentioned, m- most of the struggles you've had 
in all honesty, from my perspective, have been injury related. Anytime you're 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 healthy, you've been fantastic. Um, but I know how hard those hurdles can be. What was it that happened in your sophomore season, other than getting healthy, that you feel like helped you in terms of your confidence and has you preseason player of the year where you're sitting right now? Right. I definitely want to give a huge shout out to our training staff back at school because they got me right. But I would say that jump, um, going home and training from freshman year to sophomore year in May with my trainer, Dorian Lee, he got me right. He just pulled this side out of me that I didn't know I had in me. Um, and it's like he can, like, only bring that side out of me. It's so weird because uh, we'll be in the gym, and he'll just hit that button. Like, that gets me going, and when I get going, I can't stop. So that's that's how it's been. And, I mean, when I when I first watched you play, obviously you're a fantastic athlete. I mean, I'm just like, wow, you, you your, your work ethic combined with your athleticism reminds me a, a lot of Maya Moore, right? Thank you. Um, but in terms of your development in college – the point guard, the off guard, what has that process been like in terms of just finding your comfort zone out there on the court and where you want to be? One of the things, it started in high school. I played the two like a whole lot. And then I started playing travel ball. And my coach was like, well, you got to learn how to play point and two guard. So, because, you know, in college, you may have to play both. And it turns out my sophomore year, I started playing both. So um, it's been a pretty cool experience, you know, going from, you know, having a ball in your hands and not it's a huge jump when you have the ball in your hands you are you are very much responsible for a whole lot and coach will also tell you all the time I mean he's harder on point guards than he is on two guards and threes and fours I think it's like that with any other team so speaking of coach walls (laughs) who's not here so I get to talk all the trash about him that I I want to go for it um I know I love coach walls and what I love about him is that he is very simple in his approach to the game, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. You guys scout to the nth degree. You're always well-prepared. But um, he, he seems very simple in his approach to the game. What about the way he coaches attracted you to, to Louisville? Well, he's very truthful. He doesn't sh- sugarcoat anything. Um, and that's what really stood out with me because we're not like – I want to be told the truth. I don't like when coaches are not truthful. Like, tell me the truth. Tell me what I did wrong. Right. Tell when me. I suck, tell me I suck. Exactly. And trust me, when I do dumb stuff, playing and not playing, Coach Walsh is going to be the first one to tell me, hey, you suck. Like, what are you thinking? You know? And that's what stood out to me because uh, Coach Walsh is a very truthful person. He made that clear from day one. Um, and he definitely shows that in practice and in games. That honesty is is important, especially when you have the kind of potential that you have, right? right? I mean, you get to Louisville and you are the brightest star. I mean, Angel McCautry even coming in didn't have the the recruiting rankings and things that you had. You know, you come in and you're you're like the next big thing. and But you still need people to help you grow, right, and to be real with you. And sometimes I, I find that coaches will have like a more, well, we don't want to be too hard on him or her. You don't want to get on them too much because then they won't be happy or they'll transfer. But it doesn't sound like you have that problem at all. No, not at all. Coach Walls does not have a problem with getting onto you. Yeah. Sometimes it's like really harsh. But, you know, that's good for you because you don't always want a coach in your corner that's just going to like boost your head up. Coach Walls does not do that at all. But at the same time, you know, he straightens it out. You know, if he's too, like, 
hard on you, he balances it it out with you know telling you like when you do great things, he'll, he'll yeah, definitely he celebrate tell you. you. Yeah, he definitely he, will tell you. He likes to have fun too. Like I, I like that about him. Like he's really like loose and. You know, he said some, and I always, you know, I think it's amazing how far he's come in terms of his his stuttering. I love that he right. shares that story, and I feel like he's even um, more vocal with you guys now that he's got that out the way. Yes. You know, we used to be like, okay, well, I'm not sure where Jeff is going with this, and now he's just like rolling, like he's got over that that hump and he's he's going with it. But he's so much fun right. um, to watch. So, what about Myesha? Where, where is she right now? Where's her mindset and and what are you kind of expecting or what do you need from her to ha- this year to have success? We need for her to have a big year. Um, just play hard. All the games. Um, just score. Do what she does best. Get those boards and score on the floor. That's what my does uh, great. So we definitely need that. But she's playing some four now. Towards the end of my sophomore year, they had her playing some three. But now she's playing a whole lot of four. And you guys are without Mariah. We are. So you'll need some other folks to step up. Who's it going to be? Who do you think is going to really have the biggest impact? I'm really impressed with my team. Um, Jasmine Jones has been doing a great job. Sam Fearing mm, has been doing yeah, a great she job. Last year strong. She could shoot that three ball now. Yeah. She's got to show it in the games, but she could shoot it now. She's Man, they both have made a huge jump from freshman. Well, Jazz being a freshman and Sam being in the same class as me, but they've made that huge jump. and. It definitely showed when we scrimmaged last Sunday. I was really impressed. Coach Walls was too. Well, as long as you two are happy, who cares about anybody <laughs> else? You know, I mean, Sam, who cares about him? We don't care about <laughs> video coordinators and people like that. No, I'm just I kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your summer? Did you would, would Tell me what the highlight of your right. summer was. The highlight of my summer, um, both was going to Tokyo yes. and Santa Barbara. Yes. Going to Tokyo was my first time, never been before. It was different. The food there was different. But Coach yes. Walls ate everything. Did he? He ate everything. Like even things that could have been alive when he put when he put it. Does he eat like little? Because I heard that they have. Okay, I'm not gonna say. That. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I don't know what they have. <laughs> their meat there is different. Like their beef. You know how like our beef is like brown. Theirs is like red and. Juicy, Ooh, like maybe fresh blood. Yeah. Like Jeff, are we saying are we saying that Jeff might be a vampire? Is that what we've just established maybe on the, the podcast? Life out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nah, I'm telling. Nah, <laughs> so that was a that was a fun experience. Who did you enjoy playing with? Make some new um, friends. I did. I never played with Kelsey before. Oh, okay. We always been playing against each other since high school, but we really, Ooh, that's you know, a nasty combination, boy. The man, two of y'all together, my goodness! It was fun. It was it was so much fun, especially to get to know her more, like as a person. We've really gotten close since the Tokyo trip. She thinks I'm funny. Like I don't know how. Like people think I'm funny. I don't do anything. I'm quiet. And when you get to know me, I guess that's when they start. Uh oh, where? Yeah, let me see this funny side. So, what do you do? You tell jokes. What what is it? (laughs) I'm a goofball. Oh, you? Oh, you're goofy. Goofy. So you like to laugh, and then you make other people. I do. I laugh. I can. You can say something like really stupid, and and I'll laugh. I love to laugh. It's good for you. Do you play jokes on people? Oh, like pranks. Yeah, I love to prank people. You do. See, how did I know that? I could tell by your face. You look like you'll set somebody up. (laughs) My teammates actually. It's really funny. I was getting off the the stairway in our apartment complex, and um, 
it came out of nowhere and they just scared me. And I, I like almost dropped my phone. So now we have this little scare prank going back and forth because they started it and I'm going to get the last scare. You're going to get somebody to drop their phone? Yes, I am. Sam Fearing is the worst. Like going to class, we have class on Tuesdays and Thursdays and I'm getting off like the stairs or something. I'll be walking and she just comes out of nowhere and scares Ooh, me. Oh, that's the worst. Like all the time. So we're going to keep it going. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that somebody runs up on. I'm one of those people actually that's so scary. If somebody starts running anywhere close to me, I'm running. Like, I don't even know why, but I got, I got my eyes back here. <laughs> so I definitely, if someone comes up and is like, boo, or they like, you know, jump yeah. out at me. Oh my gosh. That's she, so scary. She says it loud. So uh, I get pretty scared. Basketball fans say right where you are for the ending portion of our interview with Asia Durr. And we just want to thank you for tuning in and listening to Around the Rim. Remember, you can keep up with Tariq and I on Twitter. I am at LaChina Robinson. She is at SheKnowsSports underscore. Use the hashtag Around the Rim if you have questions, comments, guests that you would like for us to have on the show. Also remember that you can leave comments, subscribe, and download our podcast on both the ESPN app, and Apple Podcasts. So we want you to subscribe so you're the first person to get our Around the Rim podcast um, and leave comments, questions, concerns, whatever it is. We want to hear from you. So who are you looking forward to playing? Um, I'm just excited to get back out there. I feel like I haven't played in forever, but I just played in Tokyo. But I guess because I haven't played with my teammates in a while, so... We've just been practicing so much, a lot of practice. We're ready to get it going. A lot of conditioning in preseason. So I'm ready to get started. Yeah, I am. Yeah. You have a, a lot of just amazing combo moves off the dribble. I mean, you have taken a couple people's soul defensively <laughs> with some of your crossovers. And, I mean, where do you get that from? Like, do you actually, like, watch moves and then say, I'm going to go do this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you practice it and then you go do it in the game? Speaking of that, you just made me think of something. When you were commentating our game in the tournament <laughs> and the comment that you made, everybody is like, man, that's awesome. Like, what she said, it like, they thought it was so funny. I was like, man, she's awesome. She always shows love. I but tried. I'll I tell you this, it. though. I was ratchet in that moment. I don't know what. <laughs> I guess, to be honest with you, it was an out-of-body experience, Asia. Right. Like, I saw you make that move, and I was like, that was the first thing that came out of my mouth. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> I no, no, I love that. Yeah, no, it was it was, it was, was legit. And then somebody added the thing to it of, um, what's his name, was blowing on the girl. Lance Yeah, Lance Stevenson. Yeah. <laughs> Lamont did. That was awesome. That was so yeah. funny. But it was a beautiful move. Anyway. Anyway, back to your and one moves. Yes, back to your question. Um, started when I was three. My dad was outside working with my brother. He had a game coming up, like a Saturday game. And I just started bouncing the ball. I went between my legs, behind my back, did a crossover. My dad was like, hold on. Like, do that again? <laughs> what? He remembers this, but I don't remember three? It. Yeah, like I was three. I was oh like, my God. how could I do these things while I was three? Like, I yeah, it's crazy. So, um, that's when it all started, and then my trainer Dorian D. Lee, huge uh, shout out to him. He's he he got me right. Like every single day training in high school, we would go, and we would just do ball handling drills between the legs, behind the back, two balls, tennis balls, um, like cone drills, stuff like that. And that gets me right. I just I don't know. It just 
becomes like a habit, I guess, now yeah. because I do it so much with him. You Who know? else does he train? Um, he trains a few. He trains Diamond a little bit. Um, he trains. Did he train Dierka Hamby at one point? He did, okay, yes. When she was in high school, he maybe? Did. Or between. I can't remember. I just remember her mentioning his name. Go ahead. Right. He trains a few players overseas. Okay. He trains a lot of high school kids back at home, um, college kids as well. Um, but the most, you know, familiar name that you probably know is Diamond. Diamond, so, yeah. Yeah. So what do you love about Atlanta? <laughs> Our city. That's our city. It is I our city. It. Everywhere oh I go. ATL. Like ATL. it's everyone wants to be there. Everyone wants to Tarika wants to live there, but she lives in Connecticut. Sorry. She's not she trying like she ignore me. <laughs> um what do you love about Atlanta though? All right. I could go on and on about this. Um I just love how it looks. <laughs> Every time I like I'm in love with my city. I love it so much. <laughs> it's like when you drive downtown, you just you got to get a Snapchat. It's just yeah. the buildings, the lights are so beautiful. And it's always like you never get bored. There's always something to do there. Yes. Whether it's go out to eat, go to like a little lounge, out with your friends. It's just so much to do there. Always something to do. Concerts coming through town. Yes. I mean, last weekend I ended up going, I went to see the color purple with the fox. And then um, a friend of mine had a little get together, a lounge. Like every day there was something to do. Some festival comes in town, you know, like Sweet Auburn Fest, all those, you know. Right. Festivals at Piedmont Park. Like, there's a park in the middle of the city. Like, right. it's just the makeup of it mm-hmm. is is amazing. Great restaurants. I mean, I just, I love it, too. I just wanted to have a moment with my other ATL. I know. Peach. We got to have that. I moment know. It's key when you haven't been there in a while. Um, so Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful place. So what do you want for Asia? Like, you watch the WNBA? I do. Who do you like in the WNBA? I like a few people. I like uh, Maya Moore, of course, Simone Augustus, Sue Bird, Tiffany Hayes, Kelsey Plum, Skylar Diggins. I got yeah. a few. I could see some Tiffany Hayes, too, in your really? game. A little mixture between Tiffany and Skylar. Yeah. Really? Uh, oh, yeah, because Tiffany will blow by you. They're pretty okay? strong now, though. Being out in Cali, she's pretty strong. Like, yeah. She, she finishes well. Yeah. Um. So is that what – what do you see – what do you want for Asia Durr? Like, what is your – college goal and then what is your goal then beyond college my college is just to be the best me that I could possibly be that's all I'm trying to do just strive to do my best in everything that I do um whether it's school classes you know training anything I just want to be great at it you know and I think it really speaks volumes like on my hard work I just try to you know I stay in the gym and I had to learn the hard way that's why I got hurt (laughs) I didn't know how to stop training. I didn't know how. You know, I was still training with the torn groin. I don't know how I was doing it. Don't ask, I don't know how. Wow. But, yeah. So. And what about after college? What do you, you want to go to the WNBA? want to play overseas? Okay. I do. Um, wherever God takes me, that's where I would love to be. Hopefully it's overseas and playing, you know, professional ball here. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the Atlanta dream would be. Love to have you. I mean, I would, I'm not uh, speaking on behalf of the team or anything, but uh, <laughs> so, you know, to have you an angel. I mean, what else would better to have that we got Louisville fans driving down? I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. Tarika looks like she agrees. You, you finally back with us? I was with you guys the first time. Um, oh, you just ignoring me? <laughs> no, I was on Twitter. I was trying to get Twitter popping. 
I took a wonderful picture of Asia. I posted on Twitter, so now you about to get twenty five thousand more followers because that's that's La China. That's I how know, she wrote the famous. Wait, when somebody takes she a got picture, more followers than I do. Nah, when you take a picture everybody. with La China and tag you to it, you get like thirty thousand followers. That's what I'm saying. Girl, she don't, don't whatever. You we gonna ask Coach don't, Sam. Don't pat. Don't post this picture with these <laughs> with these edges looking like this. You will get you get one follow and it'll be somebody like Jam trying to get a oh trying to sponsor gosh. me for some gel on these edges. Oh my god. <laughs> Asia, we have enjoyed you. I just myself. love watching you play and um have a great year. High ex- expectations. Were you surprised to get preseason player of the year? I was actually. I wasn't even thinking about it. Um and I got a tweet or a text to my phone a few weeks ago and was like Congrats. I was like, what are you talking about? Then they sent a picture. I was like, oh, okay, thank you. I'm just, I'll stay. That's respect. Low key. Yeah, so. you, you, you locked in. I am. Night, night. night tell us night. what, tell us what night, night is before you leave. All right. If night, you, night. If you can. Yeah, I got you. Night, night is what me and my trainer always say. Night, night is a shot. So if you shoot it and you think it's going in, you say night, night because it's like you sleep. Good night. You yeah. Know? Night, night is in. So over. Uh, yeah. I like that. So, night, night. Now that's what I'm going to say this year when I got to night, game. Night, night. Yeah, that's, that's the motto right there. That's the motto. I'm getting that in the game, Tarika. Thank you for Thank coming, you, Asia. Lachana. Always great to talk to you. Fans, that is it for this week's show. Thank you again for listening to Around the Rim. Continue to come back for your women's basketball. We'll have more fantastic guests, coaches, players, all kinds of stuff for you. We have planned for the college season. So we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Around the Rim. Check out more podcasts from ESPN on the ESPN app.